You're listening to episode 132 here on the Fight for Brilliance podcast. On today's episode, I'm talking about three secrets to getting started with your ideas. Be sure to hit subscribe so that you're always the first to get these episodes and let's connect on social media. You can find me using the handle at Keller Thinks. Now let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to this week's episode here on the Fight for Brilliance podcast. I'm Justin Keller, your host. And if you're tuning in for the very first time, I especially want to welcome you and just thank you for checking out the show. You're going to find that there are different formats to the episode. Sometimes I'll sit down with a guest and you can find a lot of past interviews if you look back at some of the other shows. And then there are other episodes like today where I'm just sharing a short thought with you that I hope will challenge you. And and the goal with every episode, whether it's an interview or, or it's just myself sharing some of my own thoughts and experiences with you, is that it would challenge you to rebel against complacency and conformity so you can live, lead, and create more brilliantly. And today on the show, I want to talk about three secrets to getting started with your ideas. I'm not going to do a whole series on this, but I'm going to be talking probably more frequently about things related to turning your ideas into action so that you can turn your ideas into impact. Because what happens is there's so many people that are going to go to their graves with an idea that could have been turned into something that changed their life for the good. And and probably more importantly, could have changed the lives of others for the good. You know, I believe that there are so many books and songs yet to be written that people are just sitting on. There's nonprofits and businesses to be started. I think there's even just creative ways of building and designing a life for you and your family. These are all ideas that are waiting to come to life, but they won't happen if you don't know how to get started. And that's what we're going to talk about here today. Poet and civil rights activist Maya Angelou has some beautiful yet, I would say, challenging words for us to contemplate as we start this conversation. And she said, there is no greater agony than burying an untold story inside of you. You know, these words, they sit heavy with me because as I'm recording this episode, I'm 41 years old and not in a morbid way, but really in just uh, having a realistic perspective about life. I found myself the other day sitting here thinking to myself that I don't have a lot of time. You see, there was a time when I couldn't imagine even being 40. It seemed like a far off distant land and something that I would never encounter. And here I am. And I remember even with my business that I, when I started thinking man, if I was able to just do this for three to five years, that would be amazing. That seems like a long time. Anything past that seemed really far off and was hard for me to fathom. And then just weeks ago here, I celebrated nine years of being able to make my own paycheck. And yes, we we should, I believe, uh, do as the great basketball coach John Wooden said, be in a hurry, but don't rush. Uh, we don't need to force things in life and we don't need to force our ideas at the wrong time, but we can't just pretend that we have forever to step toward them. 
And as I think about all of the meaningful ideas that I know I want to see come to life, I realize I can't just keep putting these off because it does feel like to me, at least those words of Maya Angelou ring true. And it's, it feels like that agony that she describes that you bear when you have this untold story. And I liken our ideas, specifically what I'm calling meaningful ideas, to an untold story because they are personal to us. You know, if you look at a lot of great products, a lot of great companies and nonprofits, they exist because of the pain that somebody else experienced in their own life or the problem that they first wanted to solve for themselves. And then by doing so, they were able to solve that same problem for so many others. You know, our most meaningful ideas, they're personal. They're connected to our struggle and they're part of our story and they have an opportunity to become our impact. And so what I want to share in this episode are three things that I've learned are the keys to getting started with your ideas. Because for about two decades now, I've been part of either bringing my own ideas to life or bringing ideas to life inside of the organizations that I work at or for the clients that I'm working with. And the one thing that I've seen, it doesn't matter if it's myself or my friends or or clients, is that you can't just tell someone to start. Even though when it comes to bringing our ideas to life, it's as simple as just getting started. You know, if you want to see your idea turn into impact, it really is as simple as the quote that I've heard, which said, the secret to getting things done is to act. It really is that simple. But I've seen firsthand that if you don't know the keys to getting started, what's going to happen is you'll take one step toward your idea and then you'll end up taking two steps back away from it. And once you step back away from it so early on, it is hard to ever go back to it when you have so little invested in that idea. And so what I want for you is I want for you to be able to Give your ideas a chance to fail. I want you to be able to know that you gave it your effort. You gave it a fighting chance. And if it doesn't work out, at least you know it wasn't because you gave up too easily. And the only way to do that is to start your idea right. And so here's the first secret to getting your ideas started right. The first is this. Don't compare the idea. You know, when you first step toward your idea, it is okay to question the idea. You have to question ideas. Curiosity is absolutely important in helping your idea to evolve into a more concrete and effective idea. But you can't compare too soon because what happens is we have an idea and we instantly start comparing. You know, we tell ourselves that this already exists or we remind ourselves that this is not how people think right now. This is not how people do something. And we compare internally first. And then let's just pretend that you bypass for some reason that internal comparison stage. What you're likely to do is you're going to go to the internet and see if your idea already exists. And if it does, you'll decide not to move forward with it. And there's a time for that comparison and there's a time to see what else exists in the market or with the people you're trying to reach. Does this idea already exist? There's a time for that. 
but not too soon. You know, the key to getting started and to keep going with your idea is to first build up internal buy-in and belief. And comparison too soon is only going to fuel the existing doubt and lack of confidence that you already have. You know, it's hard enough just choosing to say, I'm going to move toward an idea and having the courage to take that step toward it. And so the last thing you want to do is bring in comparison too soon and just burn out the fire that is inside of you toward this idea by quickly comparing it to either what already exists or to the way that things are done right now. You know, what I would encourage you to do is you got to keep fortifying your idea. Make your idea make sense to you first and get to the point where it's going to actually be hard to talk you out of the idea. I want you to feel that passionate about it and get excited about how this idea could help others and then help you in return. And then once you have that fortified belief inside of you, that internal buy-in, that's when and only then you can start to look at what else already exists. Because the difference now is that you're going to look at what exists and you're going to compare for the sake of improving upon it. You're going to want to maybe reiterate your idea and adjust your idea rather than comparing to validate it. You're going to have that belief and buy in and say, I want this to work. Now I just need to adjust it so that it's not the exact same thing or it's more effective than what already exists. And then the second key to getting started is don't perfect the idea. I believe it was author uh, Joe Saba who said, you don't have to be good to start. You just have to start to be good. And if you're an analytical person, this one's really going to be a struggle for you. But your ideas don't have to be perfect to start. You just have to start so that you can make progress. And it really is that progress over perfection mindset that leads to innovation. The, the many of the innovative things that we all use day in and day out, the things that have been created in this world are because of a progress over perfection mindset. And it's also that mindset that will keep you going toward your ideas. You know, let the idea be messy. Let it have gaps. Let there be a lot of questions that remain. That's okay. That doesn't need to scare you off from the idea or make you feel like the idea isn't good. And I say that because this leads to the third secret to getting started with your ideas. And that is don't define the idea. And what I mean by this is don't define the outcome or even lock yourself into a way of thinking that says that it has to be just like this or it's nothing at all. You know, sometimes the point of starting your idea is to help you build courage and confidence to step toward other ideas because what's going to happen is along the way as you step toward ideas, that initial idea that you had, you might even come up with a better idea or even something that completely strays away from the original idea that you had, but it's a better path and direction for you to go down. And you might think it's easy to step toward better ideas when they come along or a different direction, but it's not because what happens is we too easily define that this was the idea, that this was the plan, and this is what was supposed to happen. And so we don't abandon our initial ideas for a better, different idea, all because of how we defined this 
an original idea. And perhaps the worst thing that you can do is to define your ideas as this is the idea that you know will work or this is the idea that has to work. I want every idea to work. I don't want to waste my time either. But you have to be able to remove the expectation of the outcome of that idea and step toward ideas knowing that even just giving this idea a chance to fail is success. I hope that helps you get started and to keep going toward your ideas. Do you have an idea that you're sitting on and maybe you're just letting something keep you from taking action toward it? Maybe you are afraid of failing. Maybe you don't feel like you have enough money or time or knowledge to turn that idea into a reality. You know, whatever it is that's holding you back, I would love to help you overcome that because behind every great idea is potential impact. And that idea that you have that could create meaningful impact in the lives of others and your life along the way. I spent over two decades here creating and launching my own ideas and launching ideas for clients. And I would love to be in your corner helping you turn your idea into action. Now, if you want to see the framework that I use to take action toward even the most audacious ideas, then just text the word idea to one 844 439-1484. Again, text the word IDEA to the number 844-439-1484 and I'll share with you the framework that I use to bring my ideas to life and to bring the ideas of friends and clients to life as well. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Share it across social media with a screenshot or send two or three people a direct link to this. And let's keep the conversation going on social media. You can find me using the handle at Keller Thinks on all platforms. And I love to take your questions. If you have questions regarding this week's episode or other things in your fight for brilliance, all you have to do is send me a direct message on Instagram and you can do it using a voice message on there or just write it out and I will tackle some of those on episodes. All right, keep fighting for brilliance in every area of your life and until next time, here's your weekly reminder that you, yes you, you are brilliant.